hello. Welcome to the Empowered Hour. Oh, Lord, I feel like I haven't said that in so long, but um, <laughs> sorry. It's your girl, Athena, and see, she's still ain't coming in. Sorry. It's all right. We're still, still coming in. I did come in. I did come in. Don't give me that. <laughs> Something like that. So. I feel like it's been a little while. Those who have been loyal listeners, we definitely appreciate you. We do apologize. We haven't been live in a long, a little bit, but thank you for still rocking with us. Um, so start off like we usually do. How was, how was your uh, weekend? How were things? Uh, my weekend was good. Uh, <laughs> I feel like it's being a pressure me and to buy some stuff to uh, for uh, this cricket, <laughs> you didn't buy it. Let's not let's not lie. I mean, I didn't I didn't buy at the level that a tea box, but uh, <laughs> you did. In, in no. comparison to the deals, <laughs> you bought nothing. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. It's okay. No, it was a good weekend. It was a good weekend. Um, we did buy some stuff for our crickets, um, and it was just good. I can spend some good quality time with the people that I care about and, and all that good stuff. What about you? Uh, I'm about the same. I mean, I literally did um, a little bit of stuff this weekend, not a whole lot, because I felt like last week and I literally was gone all, all day and I, and I don't even remember what I did. And that's so sad that I don't remember what I did last weekend. But um, this, so this weekend I made it a point to sit still which I, I did that and and kind of got a little recharged, but not as much recharged as I should have because I should have sat still all weekend. But, you know, had to go hit up the yard sale because those who know about cricket, you know that you can't get in, uh, some of these interchangeable blades for less than $20 unless you really mm-hmm. catch a plate. So <laughs> thus, you know, I had pick up a couple of these blades for like, they were what, 10, 10, no more than $15 for them. And yeah, so I did a couple, you know, now it has put some urgency in me to go ahead and uh, <laughs> do something with all this stuff because, um, yeah, I just need to start to use some of this money I've invested because, Lord, <laughs> that's a, it's like everything else. You, you buy a whole bunch of stuff and you don't do nothing with it, then you sit here like, yeah, why didn't I do that? So, but, yeah, so I'm about to start doing it now. I'm about to start using everything that I've purchased, everything. So, you about to see a whole bunch of stuff being created. Just mark my words. If you don't know, you will very soon. So, what is the, oh, we got to give a shout-out to um, Ego Entertainment Network, which is the yeah. platform that we're here. Uh, they were a part of, there are some members who are a part of the uh, 93rd Oscars uh, media group, so they got to cover some of the Oscars, which um, I heard was a great experience. And, you know, mm-hmm. I don't really watch the Oscars like that on TV, but if I go past it a little bit from when it, it looked like it was a great event like it always is. So um, 
So shout out to the Ego team for putting in that work. Um, one of these days, we'll get to do it again. No. <laughs> when our schedule's free up again. So, um, But anyway, so back to the topic at hand. We Today we're going to talk about, what did you say, Renata, being a bigger person? You said? Yeah. Yeah. And you said you've run into some people who expressed, uh, that that has become a challenge, or how did we come on this subject? Because I know we've talked about it before, um, being a bigger person, and it's not something that ever gets old, because I can say for myself, I have definitely struggled with being the bigger person. And uh, a text message that came to me this weekend uh, stressed me to be the bigger person, and I have, you know, I still have not responded, so I'm being a good girl. Um, I still ain't said nothing, but oh, it's so boiling in me to say something. So, ha- I mean, how did you arrive on this subject? I guess, Renata, because I know how I got here just from this weekend alone. <laughs> um, I recognize that it was a topic that um, has come up a lot in therapy uh, with several clients, and so kind of felt like maybe it's something we just need to talk about in general, just kind of. What is it like when you feel like <clears throat> people just want to test you and you're trying to, you know, you're trying to change who you are, be a better person, be a bigger person, but people want to just come at you wrong. Um, so that was kind of what prompted that discussion. Um, so for you, what would you contribute to why you feel like you can't this out? I'm sorry, you kind of faded out. You said I said, what else would you say kind of contributed you getting on this topic? Was it just mainly the text? Well, I mean, it was, I mean, it's always the the daily life that prompts me to to encourage myself to be the bigger person. But definitely the, the most recent thing, um, and I'm not going to say I've been um, the nicest person to the people who text me or the person who texts me. I am saying for my own mental health, I have to keep certain people and certain things away from me right now because I'm still not healed in the aspect of um, certain things in my life. And and being transparent, I mean, you, it takes a while to get to the point where you feel like you're healed or you can proceed forward with certain things because some things cut a little deeper, some things hurt a little deeper, and it takes a minute for you to get over it. Um, and I'm not even, even going to say get over it. Get to the point where you can deal with it. Um, and for me, this person triggered the heck out of me because it was just like, okay, what they said was to me uncalled for. You did All I sent was a blanket text that said basically ABC and didn't, have any greeting in there, and that's probably what prompted the person to send me a text message like they did, but I don't want to have a conversation. I just was worried about something not being taken care of, and I just left it very blank because I don't want nobody to say, you didn't do this or you shouldn't have, so I am just left it very blank and just did that. But then, of course, my trigger person always wants to come back with a smart remark, and it took everything in me not to send a whole long message or to call or to show up at somebody's doorstep. But because I'm working on myself and and, and learning that I don't always have to respond, 
is is I'm I'm still a work in progress. That's all I can say, because it's taken <laughs> it's taken a lot for me not to respond. And I've thought about six different ways that I could have responded, all in negative ways, all which was, would have opened up more rooms, all of which ways that would have uh, pushed the situation further south, you know, away from um, the goal, pushed it further, further down. But, you know, it is what it is. I mean, life in general keeps prompting me to be the bigger person. Um now, this is always, I always give a long A answer to your question, but I feel like I have to sometimes because I think sometimes I say stuff and people be like, oh, you cold-hearted, or, you know, they could probably think that, but I'm not. I'm really a nice person. I just don't like, I hate injustice. I hate injustice, like whether it's personal injustice or people around me being treated in, in you know, incorrectly or inhumanely. I just hate injustices, so whatever that looks like. And I just uh, feel like sometimes my mouth overloads my good judgment, and I'm working on my good judgment overloading my mouth. So thus said the Lord. I'm trying to, I was trying, Jesus. I was so trying. So would you say that you tend to be more prone to, to speak before you think? No, the old me was. The old me definitely spoke first and then thought about it and be like, oh, maybe you shouldn't have said it like that, or maybe you should have did this a little differently. But me now, I I definitely think about things before I send them. Sometimes I even run and buy somebody else and say, okay, that's proper. <laughs> even the text message I sent in the beginning that prompted this person to send me a message, I even asked somebody, I said, is it wrong for me just to say, send, you know, just forward this message and say, I keep, I don't even know what I said. I think, I don't know if I kept, if I said I kept receiving these text messages, reminding about a bill or whatever. I don't know what I said, but whatever it was, it was very blank. It was very like, here, this is your responsibility. I'm not in it. <laughs> and so, and even at work, I find that sometimes I am made to be the bigger person and I don't, I, I really don't want to be at my day job. I really don't want to be the bigger person because it feels like sometimes bigger persons get taken advantage of. And I have been take. I, I've recognized since life has changed um, within the last six to seven months that I have been taken advantage of um, and I don't want to be again. I don't, I Put my, I'm trying to put myself in a position not to be taken advantage of again. So, and a lot of people probably will feel like I'm being mean or harsh or anything else, but it's like sometimes you just have to take care of yourself. You just mm-hmm. have to, I don't know, not, not only with being a bigger person, you just literally have to say no. And if that means you have to say no or you have to walk away from a situation without saying anything at all, may have to come down to that. I don't know. But what about you? Don't keep getting on me because, you know, you're the therapist, but you have you have instances where you have to put your big girl panties on and be the bigger person too. So what about you? Explain. So Tell what, us a little bit what are you specifically asking me for? Okay. So, huh? Go ahead. Go ahead. 
No, no, say it again. What, I didn't hear what you said. I said, what are you specifically asking? I want to make sure I'm clear on what you're asking. Are you just asking, like, do I struggle with that? What are you asking? I'm asking, do you struggle or have you encountered a, a struggle with that? Or is that something you got mastered, being the bigger person? Uh, no, I don't have a master. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm better at it now than I have in the past. Um, I, I think in general, I would say that my personality is kind of more peacemaker um, for the most part. I mean, I get in my mood where it's just like I don't. I don't care. But in general, I tend to be, because uh, I am, like I've said time and time again, I'm a recovering people pleaser. So there's that part of me that wants to keep the peace and try to make sure everyone's good. Um, but I think for me, um, I would say probably what shifted the most was me teaching anger management. Um, and I don't know what it was about just me, because it's not like I wouldn't identify as an angry person. But like it was, Having to, you know, constantly teach on how to manage your anger, um, it definitely has you look at things a little bit differently. Um, and just the importance of just kind of taking a moment before you respond. So there have been, I can think of a couple of instances where I wanted to respond and react a certain way, but I chose to do it in a way that I felt like was more productive. Uh, I feel like I'm at a, especially now, I was there for a while, though. I'm at a point where I, I'd rather have productive disagreements um, just because I get the whole point and desire to want to yell and fuss and all that. Completely get that. But when it's all said and done, what's being solved? Like, what's being accomplished when you, when you do that? So that's why I try really hard. I'm not always successful at it. But I do try really hard to try to be productive when I'm having to have a disagreement with someone. Um, so even just the, the first example that popped into my head was just um, working on my master's. I had a professor that I felt was not being fair. Um, and so, like, I felt like they kind of, they kept saying and doing things that uh, I wanted to respond in a way that was not okay. Um, but instead, I just kind of said, well, in so many words, I kind of shared, well, this is what I'm willing to do. This is what I'm not willing to do. And this is what I feel like the issue is. And until this issue gets addressed, I'm not doing that because you're basically projecting something onto me that has absolutely nothing to do with me. Uh, and so we kind of, I could have been a little bit more tactful on how I said it, but I said what I said, meant what I meant. <laughs> we were having them before. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And I mean, it turned out well. Uh, the teacher, because it was two. One of the professors uh, apologized. The other one kind of, well, I'll say both of them. Both of them apologized. And pretty much it was shifted on what they wanted to occur. So it did work out in my favor. But I could have handled that situation fully different. I could have blew up and, you know, just reacted in a way that wasn't even productive and necessary. So I feel like that was a win in my book because I felt like I was able to accomplish what I needed. And I was still able to be the bigger person in that sense, as a belligerent and what have you. Shoot, I mean, I guess how? How? I mean, how? Because I listen. Some people push your buttons, and I'd be ready to. Because see, for me, I think it's more about 
transference of energy, the fact that I'm upset, I want to make you upset so I can be done being upset. And so especially with my trigger people, I want to basically make them feel the way they're making me feel. And sometimes I keep at it until they get to that point because I want you to, you know, be sure that um, you understand where I'm coming from. Not saying that I'm right. I'm saying it's a good thing to do, but that's just a goal of mine. Like if I'm having an argument with somebody, I want you to feel what I'm saying, um, whether that means or if I'm being forced to be a bigger person, I want you to feel and understand that I am in this situation because you're putting me here. And, yes, that's the petty side of me that comes out um, and makes, you know, makes me feel like I need to give somebody the same thing they're giving back to me, which is not right. It's not, you know, a Christian thing to do. And and I've told people several times I'm definitely not um, as big of a Christian as I should be. I'm probably still in the toddler, adolescent stage of Christianity. Because I had I struggle a lot with certain things, um, especially when it comes to certain people. They have always been able to figure out how to push my buttons, and they've always been able to figure out how to make me stretch um, beyond what I'm trying to do. And I know that it's a test, and I know that God is going to keep testing me until I get it under control. So um, that's one reason why I'm trying to be the bigger person now because I know my triggers are going to continue to try to trigger me and push me until I get to the point where they can say, well, she should have or she could have, but because she ain't, she's a fake Christian because I've been called that so many times. Um, She's a fake Christian. And she don't, you know, she don't, um, she don't practice what she swears she reads and preaches. Um, because of that, I've tried my best to keep my mouth shut, and I go talk to other people about how I feel instead of rebuttaling and coming back with uh, more anger and more um, things that could be thrown up in my face. So that's one reason why I'm trying to become the bigger person. Um, and it's harder to do because, like I said, that those triggers, boy, they 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 nag at you until until you come forth with some form of uh, action and attitude. So, um, but we gotta take a break real quick before, um, yeah, we just gotta take a break real quick. But when we come back, we'll dig more into this uh, being a bigger person and. The struggle is real, y'all. So we'll be right back after this brief. Join the JQLM Radio family today. Syndicate your show or come host and produce your own show on air, live, or pre-recorded from anywhere in the world. That's not all. JQLM Radio also distributes your episodes to all major podcast platforms like iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spreaker, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and more. Come join this full service and support platform. Get help with sponsorships built for my current listeners from all over the world in 45 countries and growing. Gain access to promotional materials and let JQLM Radio promote you too. 
and be a part of our live media coverage team that covers events and hosts red carpet activities with celebrities and more. For more information or to join now, visit www.egoentertainmentnet.com or email us at jqlmradio at gmail.com. JQLM Radio, real voices, raw entertainment, and relevant topics. Track, Funk by Arulo. And so we're back uh, with me uh, airing out my stuff again. But I feel like I do appreciate uh, our, our, our time we get to be on here because I feel like it's very therapeutic because, hell, <laughs> and, I, and I feel like other people can learn from my mistakes cause, you know, or learn from what I'm going through. And when I was saying, telling that story before break about um, people always pointing out your flaws and definitely when it comes to being a Christian, they're like, oh, you ain't no Christian because you do A, B, and C. It brings me back to they just buried, you know, DMX this weekend. And I watched part of his um, memorial services because it was all weekend long. Um, and one thing that kept standing out the whole time they kept talking about this man was that he, no matter what, believed in God. No matter what, can tell you, Bible verses, no matter what, you know, and everybody has two sides. You know, they have the side that people see and the side that people, they, uh, the side of themselves they try to hide. And it reminds me, so much because everybody who could dig up anything negative about him, of course, had been digging up negative stuff about him since the day he went into the hospital until after he's passed away, talking about, oh, it's drugs, oh, it's this, that, and the other, oh, you know, how can he be a man of the coffin, you know, doing A, B, C, and D, and it just brings me back to you know, it relates it to myself because I hear that so much from people who are my triggers who say stuff like that to me. And it's like, if you look at the Bible, imperfect people are always being used for something. And, that, and how else would you learn about the grace and goodness of God or the grace, uh, I'm sorry, the the power of God if you use somebody perfect versus imperfect, you know what I mean? Because it's like if you use somebody who's how would you believe that you could make it through a situation? How do you how do you feel like you can become the bigger person if the person whose example has always been perfect? You don't have anything to strive for, you know what I mean? You, you don't have anything to say, oh, I've, I have too fallen short, but God still loves me. I have too fallen short, but... I still can uh, be loved by, you know what I mean? So it just it just reminds me of that. And being a bigger person um, and, and embracing the reason why you're here, the calling on your life is, is so much more important than um, listening to what people say or do or feel about you because – you're going to get talked about every day of the week. You're going to be uh, persecuted, hung out to dry. You're going to be beat down. But nobody's perfect, and we all are struggling with something. And because we're all struggling with something, we cannot sit up here and say to somebody, oh, well, you should have handled that differently. You should have walked away. 
when you're being hurt, abused, or, you know, run through the mud, you can't say what you would do in that situation. Nobody can say that. You know, we've seen pastors, people, we've seen priests, we've seen people step out of pocket who are supposed to be so much higher than or have so much more self-control than they do. But it always takes that one thing that pushes you over the edge, and that's what people focus on. Um, And I'm not going to say I'm not guilty of it, but I'm learning more and more that being the bigger person is more about your personal walk than the outward walk with other people. I don't know, but I don't know how you feel about that subject. But um, I agree, and I think, like I've often said, we have to have realistic expectations of people, including of ourselves. Um, so, I mean, I think in general, I think we all have those people that are that are triggers for us. Um, and it's typically people who we care about or we love. Not always the case, but typically. Um, that know how to make you mad in ways that other people can't. Um, but I think it's I think it's still just like with everything, it's a choice. So a lot of the times with clients and with myself, one of the questions that I ask is, okay, well, what's the goal? Uh, you know, like, yes, it's easy to go off on someone and yell and all those things. That's, that's easier to do. It's more difficult to say, okay, my goal is to, you know, get this accomplished. So I'm just going to be the biggest person so I can get this accomplished or whatever the goal is. Um, and just kind of asking yourself also, outside of what is the bigger goal, is it worth it? You know, there's always a consequence, positive or negative. So is that a consequence that you're worth, you're, is that easy, that's worth dealing with? I know a lot of times for me, I don't like doing damage control. So I'd rather just walk away or, you know, attempt to take the higher road so that I don't have to worry about doing damage control. That's because I, I know I know me and I know how I can be. And I think it's important to know yourself and know what, your, what can happen if you just allow yourself to not have any control in the situation. Um, the other thing I would say is kind of, are you okay with allowing people to have that kind of power over you that they can kind of get you to get, you know, kind of, they can kind of take you off your square? Because, um, you know, I feel like a lot of times you hear, oh, that person just, they just made me act in a way that's not even like me, this, this, and this. So are you okay with someone getting to the point where they're making you act in a way that you don't like acting? So I think it's important to kind of ask those questions when you you know, again, I know that it's difficult to kind of stop and think of those things, but I think it's important to kind of think about that because it's the main goal, especially if it's somebody that you don't even got to work with for a while. So I think an example that people can kind of relate to is receiving um, poor customer service and how easy it is for you just to want to go off and lose your mind and all that stuff. And I would be lying if I said I have never apologized to a customer service rep because I was upset about something. And a lot of times, it ain't got nothing to do with that person. It's a company. Or I have said to someone, your, your company is set up in a way that doesn't make any sense. Like, it, it just, it's unnecessarily frustrating. So I need to apologize to you because you work for a dumb company. Now, I, again, I probably shouldn't have said that in that way, but that's how I felt. But like I told that person, you didn't do anything to me. 
you're trying to help me, but I'm getting upset with you and taking it out on you, and that shouldn't even be the case. <laughs> so. And disclaimer for anybody who <laughs> whoever encounters or not in the customer service room, just smile and nod, just smile and nod. No, I'm just kidding. That's <laughs> polite, but just you know, sometimes you just get frustrated, especially in situations where you've had to talk to three, four, five different people. Nobody seems to know any of the answers. You don't always know what to ask, and eventually you do get someone that's helpful and it's like, wow. You know, I wish I had known that. Or you've called. I feel like this happens to me more often than not. You call and you're on hold forever, and then, like, the call drops. Like, they try to transfer you, and then they actually hung up. And it's like, I've been on the phone for an hour waiting. <laughs> and I got to do this all over again. <laughs> and I can't. I can't have that. What you say? I was going to say, you speaking to how that, that goes from zero to ten real quick. Real quick. Really? I'm like, wait, you really? hung up on me? <laughs> and I've been waiting for a long time? Oh, bruh. <laughs> yeah, this so you just kind of have to be like, you know what? <laughs> let, let me take a deep breath, call back, and just pray that this phone line nothing goes wrong. Because <laughs> the next one, unfortunately, we might get it now. <laughs> I know we don't do it on purpose, but it just happens like that sometimes. Bad customer service will take you to the left real quick. I'm just saying. And it's, like you said, it's not like you're trying to do it intentionally or anything like that. It, it happens. And when we, when we do react and respond in a way that is not becoming of us or the way that we want to, it's not the wrong way just kind of giving yourself grace. And you obviously hold yourself accountable, you know, for your actions whatever that looks like. But then also recognize that I'm human, I make mistakes. We're kind of to make the situation better than what it was before. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and definitely I, 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 that's, I think that's one of the reasons why I don't, I'm trying to work on my reaction a lot more because I have given a lot of energy to my triggers um, over the years. And it's like, there's so much in my life that's wasted I can't get back. And I don't want to keep giving that power away because, you know, again, it's unnecessary. It's to the point where it's not going to do any earthly good and it's it's not going to show my growth. I'm not going to grow any if I keep devoting my time and energy to proving to someone who doesn't care that I'm right. So, or proving that my feelings matter. So I, I definitely have learned that it's not even worth it and just to let it go. And I'm, I think that's what I'm working on. And I'm not going to act like I haven't had any um, relapses um, and been like, okay, it's time. It's time to let go now. But um, I just, I'm learning the older I get, the more my time is so precious, you know, I think we talked about it well, a few days ago <clears throat> about the massive amount of people who are our age that we're finding out are gone, you know, gone to be with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And, you know, growing up, this always was a, a, a norm, unfortunately for me, because I buried more people in the neighborhood that I <clears throat> valued as people, um, you know, um, and some I 
I'm not going to say I'm not, I wasn't sad that they were gone because they tortured the hell out of me. But um, it it was definitely something that I hadn't had that experience in a while. And it wasn't like all of them were due to gun violence or anything like that. Most of them were health related. And it's like, it helps, it, it makes you think more about your, your mortality, excuse me, um, thinking about how somebody my age, and I'm 39 years old, can be gone in the instance just from health relations um, mm-hmm. or somebody be gone from um, drugs because they've felt like that was their their alternative and it's it makes you think you know it makes you step back and be like wow you know I it, it could have been me it could have easily been me because my trigger has even said to me before you know in, in not so many words you don't. You won't never know what it's like to be on drugs unless you've been in that experience. And then even has said before that I wish you could experience what I've experienced. I'm like, but I made a choice not to, you know, go that route. And so it's it could have been me. You know, I could have fallen into uh, drugs and and kind of lost myself in there somewhere. And I'm not knocking anybody who has been in that experience. I'm just saying it could have literally been me. It could have been me who died from suicide because I felt like I couldn't go on. It could it could have been me in these situations. And the more I think about it, the more I'm like, okay, I don't want to put myself in that situation where I'm leaving this earth before my time because I'm giving too much energy to something that does not matter, um, giving my energy to stuff that it's not going to break me per se. Emotionally break me, yes. Physically break me, not probably not. But being able to say no to these things that are harming me because I need, I want more time. I want to spend my time, how much ever time that is, being happy, um, whatever that happy looks like. You know, but I definitely don't want to beef every five minutes because. I've spent my whole life arguing with certain people. Why do I want to keep doing it now? So it's like, you know, being a bigger person is taking on a whole new life form for me because I just realize that life is way too short. And it's getting shorter by the day. Every day I wake up is a day closer that I'm getting to leaving. So I definitely don't want to give somebody else my energy um, that does not deserve it, who clearly it has no intentions on being a good part of my life. Well, and I think you brought up a good point on the whole idea of it could be, you know, because even with being the bigger person, sometimes you don't know what the other person is going through and why they're responding the way that they are. Uh, and, you know, I think we do forget that something could happen and we could be in a, you know, a really challenging situation. I mean, just look at the whole pandemic and just 2020 in general. Look of all, like, when we started 2020, none of us would have thought that we would have been basically in timeout for over a year. We, we would have never guessed that. You know, <laughs> so many of us would have had to work from home and, and, and all those things. We wouldn't have guessed that. So anything can change in a minute, in a second. And we could be in a totally different situation. So even keeping that in mind when you're trying to be the bigger person. I don't I don't always know that person's situation, where they're coming from. So I might just need to be that example. Because there are some people who just don't know no better. 
you know, if you grew up in a family where you don't necessarily deal with conflict in a healthy way, you may not know how to. So I might be the example of this is how you handle conflict. You don't always have to go off on people, get into fights and all that other stuff. Sometimes there are other ways to deal with people without having to go all the way to the left. Going to the left is so much fun sometimes. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that it I'm not gonna say it doesn't make you feel good. But that that feeling is temporary. And if if that is the goal, is the goal if the ultimate goal is I just wanna feel good in this moment, that's you know, you gotta deal with the consequences of that or the positive or negative. I mean ultimately you've got to make that decision of what makes the most sense for you. Yeah, because, I mean, and we've had examples of people going high when others go low. You know, definitely the Obamas um, definitely did that. Uh, and she coined that phrase very well during her, um, during their, their, their tenure in the, in the big house. Um, but and even more recently, I had a, um, a buddy of mine tell me that they had moved. <laughs> now, I don't know if I could have went this high, but they, they had moved, and they'd been moved from their house probably well, maybe a year, and not everybody knew that they moved, and uh, so they'd been past a holiday here and birthdays there and whatever, and this person has a, a pretty important job. You know, they, their job, people would bring them stuff, so it's kind of one of them jobs where people knew where they lived, and they when they appreciated them, they would bring them things like homemade pies, send them cards, you know, you name it, they would get it. Um, but anyway, this particular person said that they weren't getting things forwarded to them. You know, a couple people didn't know that they moved. And basically the people who lived there in that house now were taking <laughs> their, their their things. It could be anything from you know, a homemade dessert, it could be letters, it could be cards, it can be whatever it was. And I asked this person, because I was like, wait a minute, so you're trying to tell me this has been going on for a while? Like flowers would get delivered to their home, and the people would answer the door and sign for it and never say, oh, they don't live here no more. They would just take the flowers. <laughs> I was like, so wait. You're not going to be mad. You, I mean, you know, you're not going to retaliate because, you know, you could call the police. You could, um, you know, m- make their days very hectic because, you know, they could. I mean, that's mail. That's federal offense. That's you tampering with stuff. And she told me, she said, no, I'm just going to correct all the addresses and tell people, hey, that I've moved and I moved on and give them, make sure they have my new information. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I could be the bigger person in this situation because I'm like, you don't know what all has been sent there because it could have been money from family members. Out of, well, I mean, I'm pretty sure most of the people who have sent money or things like that may have uh, been notified of their new address. But you never know. It could have been I don't know, you know, somebody who's writing and saying, mm-hmm. I really appreciate you for, for being who you are. Here's a gift card to Starbucks, you know, something like that. We'll go with Starbucks, you know, just for giggles. But this person literally said, no, I'm not going to, I ain't going to do nothing to this person. I'm, I'm, I know they have it. I know they received it. 
but I'm just going to do what I can to make sure it's forward. And I was like, wow, you know, because in my mind, my little feeble mind, I'm thinking, you don't know what you have missed (laughs) in the last year, and you are okay with just saying from this point forward, everything is going to be taken care of and sent on. And that to me showed really the biggest person personally that I've known because I'm like, you could have wreaked havoc on these people for no other reason than them tampering with your mail and them knowingly tampering with your mail. And, you know, they even said, well, their old neighbors still stayed there next door to them and they didn't, you know, the old neighbors didn't know nothing about, you know, things being misdirected. I mean, UPS packages, you name it, have been delivered to this house by accident, and they didn't turn them away (laughs) and say, hey, they don't live here anymore. Nothing like that. They just kept and accepted their their stuff. And I was like, man, you are the queen of bigger persons to me because, yes, it's material stuff, but it's like, who does that? You know what I mean? Who just takes somebody else's mail knowingly and doesn't even put return to sender, don't do like a, a sign out in front of the door for when they're not home and say, hey, they're looking for this person, Joe Blow from Mexico. They don't live here no more. You know what I'm saying? They didn't even do that. They were just like, oh, I'm just going to take this here. I'm about to enjoy it. End of story. So, yeah, I know my story ran over a little bit, but we got to take another break. But we'll be back to finish this discussion on being the bigger person. And we'll, we'll, I'll let you chime in on this situation because that was just real jacked up to me. But we'll be right back. Are there areas in your life that need healing? Consider Empower Living Inc. We are a therapeutic practice that meets the clients where they are. Call us at 317-969-5694 or visit us at www.empoweredlivinginc.net to see a list of the services we offer. Empowered Living Inc., a holistic approach to a better you. Okay, so we back. So we're not. Like, if that was you, could you have been the bigger person in that situation? If somebody was taking your mail, like... UPS packages, your flowers that got delivered, pies, cake. I mean, <laughs> so my initial thought is I probably would just let the person know that, hey, I, just, I didn't get your package. Um, I, I, feel like, I feel like knowing me, I probably would just kind of let it fly, to be honest with you. Um, and I would say that because I feel like I, I do that in general. I <laughs> a couple things fly that I probably should. Wait, 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 say that again. I said I feel like I probably will just let it fly because I feel like there, that is my personality. I, I've done that many times before. So I feel like I, I probably would just you know, like, you know, I'll just make the, make the changes and we'll just leave it at that. Because um, I guess it's kind of like, so I, what would be the benefit of just kind of like having the police come to the house? You know, like what would be the benefit of all that? Well, for me, the benefit would be, and I'm, and I would say, you know, I would find maybe a police officer in my Rolodex and be like, you know, hey, go over here and not let them know that I know, <laughs> and 
don't do that to somebody else because somebody else may not have that mercy because I am all for letting people learn their lessons the easier way because let's say this would have been somebody else who did not share our same sentiments of being kind, right, or um, would have sent stormtroopers and SWAT teams and whatever, you know what I'm saying? What if this had been a situation where it was, somebody who was not as forgiving. And for me, I would want this person to learn a lesson from me. Then if they do it again, then that's on them, you know, what happens after that. But I definitely would want them to realize that, hey, it's not cool. You should not be uh, doing this and be okay with it, you know. And so and it, it brings me back to, the talk we have to have with our little black boys and little black girls when they leave the house. We want them to learn a lesson from us. We don't want them to learn a lesson from having to deal with a certain situation and being uh, detained or possibly hurt or injured or killed because they did not learn the lesson from us. It's the same thing. And so for me, when I say I'd be petty and be like, okay, which cousin got the the badge? You know what I mean? Be like, just don't knock on the door and say, we understand what you're doing, and we would appreciate if from this point forward, if you receive anything, to go ahead and return it. Because if this had been someone else, you know, this could have ended a different way. And that's why I say, let let them be, let them know that I know what you're doing because when people think that you don't know, when people think that they're getting away with something, they're going to continue to think they're getting away with something. And they're going to get in a situation where they think they're getting away with it and then the punishment is so much more severe because they thought, oh, I'm getting away with it. Now the hammer comes down. And I try to prevent that as much as possible, even with my own kid. You know, I tell her all the time, like, you may want to take this butt whipping from me because you get out here in the streets this this world gonna beat you up way worse than I am. So just take it. You know what I mean? Take take even though you're gonna be taking the higher road and trying to, to, to smooth things out, but at the same time you've got to learn the lessons that are being taught to you in the nicer way because when the hammer comes down, it's a totally different story. It, you know, things get changed real quick when you're not doing what you're supposed to do. So that's the only reason why I would be like, okay, let's knock on this door real quick and say, I know what you're doing. Please stop. <laughs> and I get that. And I'm not saying that you're wrong. I guess I can see both sides. I can understand your perspective and I can understand their perspective. And at the end of the day, they may already know that what they're doing is not okay. I mean, they know that those are not items for them. So they know that these packages have other people's names on them. So, um, I mean, I, sometimes people just want to do what they want to do. So I, I get what you're saying, and I'm not saying you're, not, you're, you're wrong or anything like that, but I can see both sides. So I, I guess it just depends. For some people, material things are just really not that important. Um, I mean, I think in this, in this example, it might be, you know, what are my priorities? You know, did they let the people know that I never got the package? Was the situation where things were able to be reshipped, you know? Um, 
Because even, <laughs> as you know, there have been two situations where I've had something delivered to my house and to my apartment, and it didn't make it to me. Um, and in both instances, like weeks later, it, it showed up back at my doorstep. So I mean, it's like, you never know. But I was able to kind of kind of let the people know that where I ordered things from, hey, I never got my package. Um, I didn't know, you know, I didn't know what was going on or what have you. I can't truly say someone stole it because it got brought back. So you never know. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and then and that's the thing. It's like I just. I just feel like being a bigger person sometimes is a necessity, and sometimes it's like, oh, bro, I just want you to realize that this could have, you know, that I just want you to learn this lesson real quick. And I think sometimes that's where I'm at, you know, especially with my trigger. I just want them to realize that I am uh, an adult now. You cannot keep treating me any kind of way. And so that's why sometimes for me it's harder to take the higher role because I want to – flex my adult muscle and be like, mm, <laughs> let me clear my throat a little bit. I'm, I am a full-grown woman now. You're not going to continue to abuse and misuse in the street. So for that, well, what, the last four minutes of the show, um, do you have any kind of words of therapeutic wisdom that will help somebody else who's uh, struggling like me with a petty boot side um, and also who wants to who's tired of being the, the big girl or big boy in the situation because it does get tiring. It gets, to me, it's more stressful to be the bigger person than just to be petty. But I'm just saying, any words of wisdom? I would say, um, no, it's not easy to be the bigger person. If it were, people, everyone would do it. Uh, so that's one. Two, I get it. it. You don't always want to, but I think you can, when it's people who you're constantly brushing up against, it might be a matter of, okay, what are the boundaries that I need to put in place here? And what do I need to do to kind of shift this if it's a situation where I'm constantly, you know, being put in that situation with that person? Is it, for some people, you just got to love them from a distance. And that's okay. Um, again, I would definitely encourage you to think about what what is the bigger picture, you know, and, and Am I okay with dealing with whatever the consequences of my actions are? You know, do I want to make sure that I got my point across? Or, as you said, do I just want to be petty? And, again, that's a decision that you have to make and what makes the most sense for you. So I would just say just kind of be mindful of those things when you're in that situation. Don't think that it's something wrong with you choosing to be the bigger person and, and what have you. That's just, uh, you know, it's part of being an adult sometimes. And, there are a lot of people that just because they're kind of logically an adult doesn't mean that they're emotionally an adult. And so keeping that in mind when you're interacting with some people. There have been several adults that I've interacted with personally that I'm like, I'm basically talking to a teenager or, or you know, a, a child. So I'm not going to talk to my, the way that I talk to you is not going to be the way that I talk to my six-year-old nephew. Different situation. He's going to understand things a lot differently than, than my 39-year-old friend who is mature enough to have those conversations. So just kind of be mindful of who's the audience, what's the bigger picture. It's okay for you to get tired of it. And, you know, just are you willing to deal with whatever the consequences of your actions are? 
you say that out once you said the last part. Say that the last part again. I said just being able to deal with the consequences of whatever your actions are. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. That's this. I guess that's smart, you know, because you are the PhD. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I don't have a PhD. Don't put that false advertising out there. <laughs> I've done a year and a half. That's all I got. <laughs> you was close, you're closer than I was. I got a PhD in life. I ain't got, you know, I ain't got no PhD in nothing else. Life, that's what my PhD is in. But um, I definitely want to encourage anybody um, to to keep pushing because it is it is easier to um, keep in your old ways and become stagnant. It's a lot harder to grow because growing pains are real and they hurt. And so um, I just want to encourage someone who's just like me, who's growing and trying to get past the the, the meanness and the sadness that has plagued their lives. So, uh, but on that note, uh, let's see, what do we have coming up? Um, stay tuned to egoentertainment.net. I'm sorry, egoentertainmentnet.com. Excuse me, I said it all kind of backwards. For the latest and greatest updates on what's happening, got a lot of shows coming up. We got a lot of um, things coming up that are going to be pretty awesome for Indianapolis and uh, surrounding areas, um, and also in coming to Atlanta for an event as well. So, just stay tuned if you want to be a part of the Ego Entertainment crew. Just make sure you go to the website. Um, again, it's www egoentertainmentnet.com and uh, sign up for our newsletter. Stay abreast to everything that's going on. Uh, Empowered Living, we have our book. It's for real, for real coming out. We're finishing up. We're getting the book cover together. we got some people uh, giving their feedback. So it is really for real coming. So please sign up for our newsletter at www.empoweredlivinginc.net and um, stay up on our latest news as well. So did I forget anything, Renata? Um, I can't think of anything. Cool. Well, we'll holler at y'all next week. Till then, stay blessed, and uh, we'll holler at y'all soon. All right. Have a great week. Bye.